Welcome to the Alone in Your Head podcast. This is Pete Isip, your host. In this podcast, we talk about mental health, life, and a lot of the curveballs that it throws at us. But there's different ways to go about it because we're all different people. Thank you for joining us, and let's get on with the show. Good morning, and welcome back to the Alone in My Head podcast. This is Pete, episode number 57. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about walking the middle path, uh, or a technique they would call stop, uh, something I learned in DBT and or group therapy. I kind of I miss it, honestly, because it's probably the only place where I felt like people understood um, what it was or what it is I'm thinking, how I feel, and I don't feel alone because there's times when you're inside your head and you feel like no one understands. You feel like no one gets it. So why should I even say anything? And then when you do say something, you get the generic response of, it'll be okay. Some people say, uh, you know, man up. That could be another one, right? And or just doesn't have a listening ear. Instead, they have a, I know what I'm going to say next ear. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever put yourself into a situation where someone's telling you a story or telling you something with their problems, and once they say something, you already know what it is you're going to say back? But the thing is with that is that you stop listening to them. Right, you stop listening to, to what they have to say, what it is they're trying to express through emotion. Right? They're trying to tell you their emotion and trying to release that emotion. But you kind of already have that answer. And sometimes they don't want the answer. You know, sometimes they just need the ear. Sometimes they just need to vomit the, the, the energy that's building up inside their, their brain, that's built up for days. And then finally they have this situation where they can release it and immediately someone comes in with an answer. Bing, I got an answer for you. You should do this. It's like maybe I already know what I need to do and I was going to get to that and I was going to tell you and then maybe you can interject but instead you stopped listening to me and now I'm just back to where I was alone in my head. And you just say, fuck it. You know, I might as well just talk to nobody because no one understands how I feel. And I'm sure there are, you know, there's a lot. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of people that understand how, how I feel. Um, but in group, it just felt like a home to where you were able to say whatever it is you want and express it in any way as long as you had the the willfulness not the willfulness the willingness to to do so you know so we're going to talk about that um, i'm going to talk a little bit about training and mentality um and then we're going to go from there so again thank you guys for for coming out today i have no sponsors i have no friends i'm just gonna i got some friends so this whole week i've been super anxious super anxious Tons of anxiety, a lot of thoughts running rampant through my mind, and I don't know what it is. 
every obviously we know what it is, right? If you've been listening to the podcast, you know, I, my father has been on my mind tons, but even more so, little things of missing people and missing situations and missing everything kind of get into it. But I, it's not like like I miss now. I'm angry. Now I hate. You know, now it almost, like, moves into, like, fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. Funny, funny, funny. (laughs) Well, it is now um, no longer 5 a.m. It is now 11.37 a.m. Because Phoenix came down in the middle of the podcast. It was, like, 5.30 in the morning, and he decided to come down. So he definitely jumped into the podcast, and I had to continue it later. So I honestly... What I was talking about before is like, um, we're going to go over what they would call, uh, what is this called? Walking the middle path. Yes. This is a, a sheet that I used a lot in DBT. And I was talking about like, you know, how you feel alone at times and not people understanding you. So this is one thing where I'm in my head a lot. Like I'm in my head, I would say a lot these past couple weeks, even more so where my anxiety is pretty rough. Like I, I'm having trouble breathing. Um, my brain just feels like it won't shut off. Like it's just nonstop, nonstop thoughts of the same thought for an hour and then moves on to the next thought. And, you know, I do what I can um, regularly, like breathe and meditate and take my time. I do a lot of cooling off because I feel like my brain is so out there that I definitely dunk my head into um, cold water or like I have cold water in the fridge and I will pour it on my head, especially first thing in the morning. I'll pour a glass of water on my head because there's no, it's not cold. It's fucking hot out here. So it's really hot. So in order for me to find cold water, it's pretty uh, not non-existent. So I'll even try to turn the sink on upstairs and it, it comes out warm. It doesn't come out cold where I am at least. So this one's called the cognitive model. Um, Pretty much I'll write out the situation. So I'll read it, you know, to you guys. Cognitive model, a practice sheet, the situation, uh, something happens. This step covers only the facts of what happened without any interpretation. So what I'll do is uh, a situation has happened, right? Maybe it's a situation that you're overthinking. You can only write the facts in this box, right? You can only write the facts out. So not what you think happened, not what you perceive to have happened, not what you think would have happened. What exactly are the facts in this situation? Okay, now, and the next part is called your thought. Now, using thought, you interpret the situation. These interpretations are not always accurate. There are many ways to think about the same situation. So you can, what I'll do is I'll break into two columns and I'll put my actual thought Right? My actual thought of the situation, this is how I feel of the situation because you know it made me feel this way and it's how it is. And then I'll write an alternative thought. Like how else can I feel in this situation? Maybe how does the other person feel in this situation? Maybe there's a different situation other than the situation. So you kind of write two sides of the story right? that's going on in your head. So now with those other second column, I'll write the feeling. The feeling you experience... You experience emotions based upon the thoughts of the situation. So um, I feel guilt. I feel neglect. Uh, I feel sad, right, based off the situation that, that I feel. And then the alternative is maybe 
other person can feel angry or alone or not even thinking about it, right? Maybe they're not even thinking about what the situation is you're thinking about. So there's different feelings there that, that, can, that can arise. And the behavior, the behavior is you respond to the situation based upon your thoughts and feelings. So how do you respond to this? Well, I close off, I feel angry, so I'm going to, um, you know, I, I portray more anger towards other people, or I feel super anxious, so I close off, I think I said that already, or um, I feel irritable, right, and I have an irritable behavior. Um, what else can I do? What can be an alternate behavior that I can feel? Well, I can do some breathing, and then I can feel relaxed. Or I can not think of the situation and feel at peace. You know, there's different alternatives than um, feeling angry. And if I feel angry, maybe I could just feel quiet instead. You know, maybe I, I can act quiet, not feel quiet. If I feel anger, maybe my behavior shouldn't be aggressive. Maybe I can be just alone instead, because maybe that's safer. You know, and the one... This really helps with what we call distress tolerance. It would help out with when you're distressed or you feel like you're going to lose it, this helps you tolerate these, these moments. It helps you tolerate that chaos that happens in, inside your head. So this is the skill um, they call the stop skill, right? So that's part of the uh, walking the middle path is the cognitive models. Kind of you map out what your brain is thinking versus its feeling, and then find alternatives to, to those feelings that you have and or alternatives to the situation that you might be thinking. But this is a good one, right? This one's called STOP, the STOP skill. S-T-O-P, it's an acronym. It means stop, take a step back, observe, proceed mindfully, okay? So stop, S. Do not just react, stop, freeze. Do not move a muscle. Your emotions may try to make you act without thinking. Stay in control. I do that a lot. Tons. Think about that situation as like in your car. And someone is honking their horn at you when the light just turned green. Like I want to fucking throw pennies at them. Like I want to take, and I don't want to waste money, right? But like you want to take a bottle and throw it behind you for that prick to fucking stop honking the horn when the it just turned green. It just turned green. I'm not on my phone. I'm not checking Instagram on my phone. I'm not checking a text message. I'm not making a video. It just turned green and your stupid ass just honked the horn for no fucking reason. Cause you're in a hurry? Because you're in a hurry. Okay, you're in a hurry now? Well, my, not my fault, you're late. Not mine. So I sit there, right? And I'll sit there long. And that's that that's the action that I want to do. I'll sit there enough to piss them off that maybe they'll fucking come up to me. See how angry I get? Some of you call it road rage. It probably is. <laughs> but th those moments, I have to stop. Right? I have to stop everything that I'm thinking and doing and just fucking stay in control. T is take a step back. So take a step back from the situation. Take a break. Let go. Take a deep breath. Don't let your feelings make you act impulsively kind of self-explanatory for that, right? You really just take a step back and take a second to breathe. Um, so say you get into an argument 
and you want to text message that person really bad, and then you know what you're going to say is not going to come out the way you usually want it to come out. Take the step back. You know, don't let your feelings take over that, that time because then it could be like a paragraph-long text back and then you regret it. You regret sending it because maybe you were wrong in the situation. Maybe your um, assumptions were incorrect. You know, and that's when you do that sheet as well and that's how it helps. Um, o is observe. Notice what's going on inside and outside of you. What is the situation? What are your thoughts and feelings? What are others saying or doing? Right? Really think about the situation. Like, don't overthink it, but think about it. What are the alternative reasons? I don't know. Maybe I, I do this a lot, right? Like, I don't text people back, and everyone gets mad at me. I'm not going to lie. Like, a lot of people, like my best friends, like... I, I, there's a person from the funeral. He's my best friend. He's my best friend from ever. And I have a dot on my phone still because I've never even checked the message. He's my best friend. My best friend since I moved to Belleville. His brother, too. And, like, forever. He lived in my house for, like, years. And I have a message. I don't have my phone on me, but, like, there's a dot there of a message he sent to me after the funeral that right before we left. I still haven't checked it, nor have I called back. I haven't done it. And people get mad at me, right, for that. So maybe someone did that to you, right? And what's your thoughts and feelings situation? Oh, he's a prick. Oh, my God. What a, he's, he's, he's inconsiderate. He doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to do that. No, 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 no. The list can go on and on for not contacting someone back. But honestly, I just don't feel good. And that's my best friend. And I haven't even called or even read or listened to the message. It's still a blue dot on the voicemail. I'm looking for my phone because I wish I had it. But I never fucking even answered it. Because I'm not ready to. Sometimes you think it's them being inconsiderate to you. But sometimes you got to think like maybe they're just not in the right place. Maybe something's happening to them right now. You know, maybe there's something wrong in their life that they don't understand. So it's just a good way to really observe and think about things. Like, I'm really bad at getting back to people, but even more so now. Like, I don't fucking want to comment back, and I don't want to like things, and I don't want to fucking answer the phone, and I don't want to call people back or listen to a message. I do, but, like, there's times I don't want to do anything. Could that be depression? Most likely. It's a fucking, this is a hard time for me right now, and I don't want to do it. That's observed. Notice what's happening. Know what's going on. Understand there's other things besides you. You know, even myself. Sometimes I, you know, I think about what other people, like, oh my God, they're talking shit about me, or they hate me, or they, but maybe they don't give a fuck anymore. You know, life is going on. Life goes on. And fucking people move forward, and that's it. And I'm the one that gets stuck thinking about it. Thinking like, oh, you're not good enough anymore. You did something to hurt them. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But it's just in my head, right? Because life is just moving, and I'm sitting there worrying about what other people are thinking. 
I need I fucking something to do. <laughs> so that's observe and then proceed mindfully. P. Act with awareness in deciding what to do. Consider your thoughts and feelings, the situation, other people's thoughts and feelings. Think about your goal. Ask the wise mind which action will make it better or worse. Right. So your wise mind is the logical mind, the one that makes sense. And really understanding what do you think is the best option for you to do right now. Like how is this going to help you? Is the way you're acting, thinking, and feeling going to help you at all? Or is it going to make you feel worse? You know, understand how you want to feel peacefully in your, in your wise mind. Like, I want to feel good. I don't want to feel bad. But me thinking about this situation is going to make me feel worse. So what do I have to do? I have to ease the mind, kind of change the emotion using the walk the middle path, and understand that there's another side to this, this feeling. There's another side to these situations. And really focus my energy onto that versus the energy of where I want to kill somebody. Or I want to punch somebody. Or I want to hate somebody. And turning that leaf and understanding that... I don't know the word there. Understanding that that switch can make us feel better throughout the day. So I've been using that a lot. Writing a lot, journaling a lot, and understanding how... I feel versus how I feel, you know, and really, really know how I want to feel. And honestly, I don't want to feel like this. And I know that takes time. All right, I'll take a break because the air conditioner went on and Sage walked downstairs. So that's it. You know, that's the stop skill that I want to share with you guys today. It's stop. S means stop. Uh, T, take a step back. O, observe. And P, proceed mindfully. Um, different skills in crisis. I don't really think we need to go into this event that's homework uh, type thing, but really finding that the situation, that something happens, and understand the facts of that situation, right, versus what we think uh, the situation portrays or has, or what we think is happening or, is ha- or has happened because we never really understand that, and we always take our side, right? We always think about, our situation and how the situation affects us. Rarely, rarely do we think about how the situation is affecting maybe the other person. Now, in now the situation at like work or something like that, that you really have no control over at times, unless you're, you know, maybe your performance is bad or something like that, then I, you know, I, I'm not really talking about that there, but there can be different situations there because maybe you got to think about it. Some people say like, oh, I haven't gotten a raise or I got a bad performance review. Well, before thinking that they're wrong, maybe think about maybe they're right. You know, there's always a brighter side to criticism. As much as it hurts sometimes, being able to take constructive criticism is huge, you know, and it sucks. Like sometimes it sucks because your ego is so big or ego gets in the way that you'd rather not hear it, right? You'd rather not listen to that fact of maybe you're wrong. But, you know, sometimes you're, sometimes you got to listen, you know, especially at work. And if you really hate it, then fucking quit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know to tell you. Like I'm, I'm fast to be like, uh, yeah, it sucks. I'm, I'm leaving. Like that's, I'm, I'm that easy. I'm that easy that I don't give a fuck. 
that point where it's like, yeah, you know what? I fucking hate it here. I'm out. You know, everyone's like, it's funny because like I'm not a quitter. Like I don't quit on things, but I quit things fast. I quit things fast, right? Because like in in management or owning entrepreneurship, if you want, you want to talk entrepreneurship, right? When you're hiring, the biggest thing they say is um, hire slow fire fast so if there's someone that you really feel like is not you just have that feeling even though they have the qualifications and they're there you fire them fast like you got it because you know that it's not going to work out and for you to try to fix that situation is a headache and i've had it a thousand times right and hire slow like crank i would have internship and just have people intern for months for with no pay with none they would come in and they would intern to learn and, and understand the system. And then after that, they became coaches. I never gave them money in the case. I never gave them, um, you know, I gave them love, respect, knowledge, and I respect them as a person. The longer they hung out, the more I got to know them. But if they, even if they were an intern and we knew it wasn't going to work out there, they would leave. They would have to leave. Like, you know, not fire them, but, you know, they're not accepted. And it's just a truth sometimes. You know, sometimes, sometimes it just doesn't fit. Like, I, some, I, for me, look at me. I, I tried applying for a thousand jobs here, and I just don't fit. I just didn't fit. Did it stink? Yeah, of course. Because then you, 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 you um, second-guess your talent. You second-guess your ability to perform a job. And then it just, I just didn't fit in what they were looking for. And that's pretty much it. You know, so... Constructive criticism or even failing is is huge, and if it's something that you don't like, quit. Like before you get into a long drag of why am I even doing this for the rest of your life? Just fucking leave. Like I know it sucks, right? It's a hard decision to make, um, but I was always easily fast to be like, yeah, I'm not doing this no more because it just doesn't match my energy, right? And I was always big on that. It never matched my energy, and we can go down the list of jobs that I've had. Or it didn't match my energy, I fucking left. Just that, just the way it works. And that's why I opened my own gym, because I probably wouldn't be able to hang out at a job long enough to understand, you know, that maybe it didn't work for me. So that's how it goes. Um, I think I'm going to end on that one. But the one thing I want to end on is before you leave, before you leave, just listen. Not that I practice or am religious in any way. I was born Catholic, right? And I still pray. I still pray to the God that I know. Everyone has their own. And I read enough or watch or listen to, right? In Buddhism, the, the biggest thing is they say life is suffering. And that is the only truth there is. Because life is suffering. It fucking is. And it's so true. Life will beat the shit out of you in every single way possible. In any way you think that it can do, it will. Any way you think life will treat you wrong, it will. Because we put so much energy into what we call living. 
and what we should be doing and what should be happening and what how we should feel and it's supposed to be great and it's supposed to be happy. I'm figuring more out that it's not. Life is suffering. Life is pain. But you know what's good about it? What's good about it is that you remember the best times. You remember the happy moments. You remember the things that count in your life. Because they're happy. And they made you feel good. And there was meaning. And those are the moments. Some moments are years. Some moments are day. But you remember those. You know what makes me think about that? Is that when I think about growing up from when I was a kid and when I think about my dad, the only things I remember are when I got hurt really bad and or got hurt really bad emotionally. But then I also remember when things were great and when I was really happy. But everything else in the middle is nothing. I don't remember it. I don't remember most of my life. And that's what makes sense to me. Like, if we could just endure what this fucking world is going to throw at us and just keep moving along, that's it. That's life. There is no happy forever. There is no sad forever. There just is. But you want to grasp those moments that mean everything to you. Whether it's pain, whether it's happiness, whether it's joy, whether it's sadness. There's points in our life that we remember. And the only reason we remember it is because it meant something to us or means something to us. And those are the benchmarks. And that's what I think it is. So I'm going to just try to remember and create as many good slash sad slash painful moments that I can. Because if I don't see any of those emotions in my life, then I'm not living. And neither are you. I'll see you guys later. This is Pete from Alone in My Head podcast. Sounds so weird. Episode number 57. That sounded weirder. weirder. And I'll see you guys next week. Um, There's something we're going to talk about next week. Let me see. Where is it that I close it? I closed it. It's okay. I'll be back talking about more skills that I used um, or that I'm using, especially currently. All right, guys? Thank you so much for coming out. I appreciate it. Like me up on iTunes, Spotify. Give me a review on the podcast because I don't think anyone ever reviewed the podcast. I don't even know how to, how to review the podcast. So if you can, just do it, especially if you're smarter than me because I'm not that smart. Bye, guys.